0: The schedule, the job, the kids. Take some time just for you. It's Sunday mornings with D. Daniels on B101.5, powered by Mary Washington Healthcare. One of D.C.'s best hospitals that isn't in D.C. It's in Fredericksburg, Mary Washington Hospital. Here for you. And now,
1: D. Daniels. Good Sunday morning and welcome to the show. The show that is all about you and your life and your world. Every single Sunday, fantastic guest here on the Sunday show. And today is no different. I'm very excited to welcome her back to the Sunday show. It's been a little while, so we're going to say Happy New Year and Merry Christmas and all the other stuff that we missed to Cheryl Felder brandon from Halls of Healing. Cheryl, welcome back to the show.
2: Thank you. Happy New Year. Yes. So glad to be here.
1: Happy New Year to you. What a great time to be exploring new things things and to be sort of looking in and, uh, you know, kind of just turning a fresh page. I think this is such a wonderful time of the year.
2: It is a great time of the year. Great time to reset Yes. Yeah. Start anew. Forget yeah. about the past. Exactly. And, and look forward to now and the future.
1: Yeah. Turning a page always feels really good. Uh yeah. It just, it really, really does. You're doing such great things as always over at Halls of Healing. And um, if you're not familiar with uh, what Cheryl does, please go to her website at hallsofhealing.com. Really great blog posts there and, and some great programs. Speaking of, I know you just did a, a very awesome program about... Uh, Uh, the sugar detox which a lot of people were trying to do this time of the year
2: oh yeah everybody wants to if not break clean away from sugar at least cut back a lot because sugar is so addictive it is so hard to get it out of our system so sugar detox is a great way to start because you're not jumping in with both feet or full body you're taking that little steps at a time which is very important so that you don't feel bad about yourself if you have a little bit of sugar here and there.
1: Exactly. And I I think, you know, that's one of the things that we struggle with when we're trying to do something new and trying to you know maybe change our lifestyle a little bit when it comes to to eating you struggle because you want to go all the way Mm -hmm. in one of these you know uh, lifestyle changes because I hate the word diet so I'm not going to say the word diet but you want to go all the way but it like it let's say you're you are cutting out sugar or you are wanting to go gluten free or you are whatever the case may be want to be vegetarian and you're just like "Mm, I'm not sure I can go all the way what what are your suggestions when people are like i i want to start but is it even worth it if i'm not going to go all the way my suggestion is don't put so much pressure
2: on yourself take one little step one little thing that you know you can do one little thing that's not going to um make you lose sleep at night Mm -hmm. and and go for it and when you can do that easily without a thought it becomes part of your day part of your life then you can move on to the next step
1: that's such a great way to look at it and and i think what you said right at the beginning so important for people don't put so much pressure on yourself yeah you know ease into something especially if you're doing a big lifestyle change exactly so the sugar detox I, I know you just did that uh you just did that program if someone you know they missed the program okay but they're interested in, in maybe cutting out sugar one of the things that that I've noticed and that I, I know you know as well Cheryl is that you can have sugar in things that you don't even think about.
2: Oh, sugar is in everything, and you don't you don't think about it because it appears to be a quote unquote healthy food. Mm-hmm. So you don't think there's going to be anything in it that will cause you harm. And sugar, and I should clarify, added sugars. Yes, not the natural sugars, right. but added sugars can cause a lot of harm. I, we're addicted sugar is eight times more addictive than recreational drugs cocaine specifically
1: wow yeah oh my gosh when you look at it that way
2: yeah so you, you shouldn't beat yourself up if you're having a craving for sugar because one we are we were created to have sweet cravings um so it's okay if you have a craving. You just have to be more aware of how you fulfill that craving.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And that makes all the difference. So,
1: yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So when you're looking for these sugars, that's one thing to look for, I guess. Make sure you're looking for the, how much added sugar is in right. something. Right,
2: right. So we, I teach that you should read labels. If you're buying a food that comes with the label, look at the label. Not. And look at the ingredients first before you look at the nutritional information because the nutritional information will tell you how many grams of sugar are in a serving, but it counts the natural sugars as well as the added sugars. So you want to look at the ingredients and see if it says something like uh, sugar cane or honey. Even though honey is a natural sugar, it's still being added. Mm-hmm. Uh, dextrose. Um, All of these, anything that ends with an OSE is a sugar or sugar alcohol. Right. And if it's in the ingredients list, it means it's been added. It's not naturally occurring.
1: I was just the other day, you know, thinking about and talking about, uh, you know, my breakfast routine and, and, and sometimes I'm pretty good at it. And then other times I find myself, you know, eating a lot of foods, even with natural sugars in them. And I'm like, okay, let me also just be aware of that too. Like I'm, I'm going crazy this week with bananas and they do have a lot of natural sugar in them. Just something to be aware of. I think you're, you're right. Maybe I think we just we sort of get in our routine and we forget to be aware of how much we're eating. And maybe if you just take a mental note, that would that would be helpful in the process.
2: Right. I would in response to what you said about the banana, though, a lot of people get really antsy. About eating fruit. Mm-hmm. You know, I shouldn't eat too many fruit. Well, you have to take into consideration that fruit is a whole food. Right. It's not just the sugar or just the juice that you're taking when you eat that one piece of fruit. You're getting a lot of other things besides the naturally occurring sugars. You're getting fiber, you're getting antioxidants, you're getting vitamins and minerals. And all of those things together helps your body process that sugar differently than it would if you you just ate a bowl of cereal with sugar in it, right? Or spaghetti sauce with sugar in it, right? So, eat the fruit. Don't not be, so much the juice, because it's separated from all of the other stuff. So eat the fruit,
1: not the cookies. <laughs> exactly right. So you're telling me, please don't be afraid of the bananas. <laughs> don't be afraid of the bananas. <laughs> I do love bananas. I'm telling you, what a great, like, for me anyway, what a great quick breakfast food. I, you know, yeah. I do. I grab a couple during the week, and, and I can I can have that on the way out the door, on the way to work. Easy, easy breezy. Exactly. It's the perfect little snack or a perfect
2: little piece of food it gives you everything you want it satisfies your cravings it gives you energy it gives you all of these vitamins and minerals fiber that you need mm-hmm. it does body good
1: so we're talking to Cheryl Felder Brandon from halls of healing and we've got a lot to discuss with her about keeping your motivation through the uh, new year past the new year you know as we get into the next couple of months and you know life happens and so we kind of lose our motivation I think every Everybody sort of battles with that, you know. You get busy and life happens. You were talking about cravings, Cheryl, and that's one of the things I also wanted to talk about. That's one of the things that I think is a is a barrier, um, a little bit of a stumbling block for a lot of us is when we when we hit a really big day of cravings or an afternoon of cravings. What can we do in those moments? I know one of the things that you talk about in your in your blog is maybe swapping out. Some, some different foods I, I like that idea How should we deal With the moment of craving
2: Remember cravings Are there for a reason So look at your day Or what led up to you Wanting this big bowl Of ice cream Or this nice piece Of chocolate Mm-hmm and, and take care of it remembering your why why, are you wanna get, why do you want to get away from the sugar in the first place so you can satisfy that craving with something sweet but remember why you're trying to back away from sugar and make a choice about how you're going to satisfy that craving so if you want a big bowl of ice cream Have have the banana. Right. In fact, I like to keep a bag of frozen bananas in my freezer. I Mm. peel the bananas and I freeze them. When I want some ice cream, I throw two or three of those bananas in my food processor, blend it up. And the consistency and feel in the mouth is just like ice cream. So it's like I'm having my ice cream and eating it too. Exactly. I'm having banana ice cream, but it's just the bananas. There's nothing else added. I don't have to worry about the added sugar and all of the other things that goes into the traditional ice cream, if you would. Mm-hmm. I'm taking care of my craving, taking care of my body, sticking to my goals and being motivated to
1: to continue right and oh, gosh I love that whole idea of frozen bananas and and we we've done that before as a really nice replacement for dessert um keeping even uh some almond butter on hand and putting a little bit of that in there just for some extra of the topping feel exactly you need.
2: yeah top it with um banana even a little bit of chocolate chips mm-hmm but make sure it's it's dark chocolate, right? So you're still, but you're still getting that chocolate. You're also getting some extra uh, antioxidants from the real chocolate, if you would, and and. You, f- you feel like you're indulging, but you're not straying away from your goal to cut back on your sugar intake.
1: And a lot of it seems like it's just about taking a little more time in your planning process and taking a little more time and being aware of what you have in your freezer. Because yeah. if you have three cartons of ice cream in your freezer, you're probably going to eat that. Exactly. But if you have something else and the craving hits, you're probably going to eat the healthier option. Exactly. Listen, I love to eat. Mm-hmm. Me too. So I have to make sure that
2: when I go and open my cupboard so open my refrigerator that I can eat without feeling guilt or shame later. And I don't think you should feel guilt or shame in any situation. Right. We all have to eat, right? But if I remove the things that I know are not so good for me, I can open my refrigerator, pull out something to eat that's going to satisfy my sugar craving or any other craving and know that I'm I'm taking care of my body but I'm still enjoying life.
1: Absolutely. And Absolutely. That's very
2: important remembering that you you still have to live. You have to enjoy life.
1: Right. And I feel like that that's the place where a lot of us would have a moment of, you know, losing track of our goals and what we really want to do is Thinking we've got to deprive ourselves, yeah, yeah, deprivation doesn't help at all.
2: Um, I think it it ruins everything you 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 can't deprive yourself and expect to have lasting effects mm-hmm. or even stay on the program if you would right. very long because you're going to feel like you're missing out because you are missing out right so while taking care of your health eating healthier is important you can't go overboard and be too
1: serious about it you've got to live hmm Absolutely. Cheryl Felder-Brandon, my guest this week on the Sunday show from Halls of Healing. You can check out her website at hallsofhealing.com. And we'll have more with her coming up after this break.
3: If your heart needs healing, you want the best care. You deserve to have that care close to home, your family, and your life. The nation's top cardiac care is just a heartbeat away at Mary Washington Hospital. Named one of the 50 top cardiovascular hospitals in the nation by IBM Watson Health. You can trust that our patients have shorter stays, lower costs, and less likelihood of readmission. Mary Washington Healthcare, here for you.
0: Now, back to Sunday mornings of D. Daniels on B101.5.
1: Good Sunday morning. Welcome back to the show, the show that is all about you and your life and your world. Cheryl Felder Brannon from Halls of Healing, my guest on the show this week. Cheryl's been on the show many times, and we are happy to have her here in the new year celebrating all kinds of good stuff. Now, Cheryl, I I would like to talk a little bit about uh, everything that you do. You have some great things going on over at Halls of Healing. I know you certainly work with people nutritionally, but also uh, as a personal coach as well. And just a lot of great stuff. So let's kind of give some highlights of what you do.
2: Yeah, I would deal with people. um, Well, I I talk a lot about food and nutrition because it's very important. And again, we all have to eat. But how we eat is based a lot on how we think and the things we say to ourselves. And that's where the life coaching comes in. So I found over the years that when I uh, start working with a new client, and clients will come to me because they want to um, manage diabetes or high blood pressure better or lose weight, Mm -hmm. I realize that we can't just go right into dealing with managing whatever the chronic illness is or losing weight. We have to step back and start with how they think, how they think about themselves specifically, and understanding that they need to put themselves first. And you know, I deal mostly with women, and for women, putting themselves first is is very hard to do mm-hmm. because we feel guilty, yeah. we feel selfish. You know, we have kids, we have partners, other people, and we have work, mm-hmm. and everything always comes first, but. I tell people all the time, my belief is that the ultimate expression of love is taking care of yourself first. Because if you're not healthy and here to take care of everybody that you love so much, then what are you doing? Right. So you have to take care of yourself first so that you can be healthy and strong and here to do all that you want to do for them.
1: I, I love, uh, you know, looking at your work and, and I keep track of you on, on Twitter and I watch a lot of the things that you do and, and read your blog entries as well and just some really powerful stuff. But I it's so true when you are thinking about dealing with one area of your life, uh, you know, starting, let's say, with nutrition, you really do have to pull in all the other things too because it, it has all sort of, it's all one body and one person, but it's, it's all sort of made you who, the, who you are today and, and has uh, built the tools that you have to make the decisions that you're making today.
2: Exactly. Exactly. I, I tell my clients, the first thing you have to think about is why you want to do this. What's what's the core reason that you want to do this? And so, as you're moving through your days and your weeks, and you find that cravings are coming on and taking over, or you know you've set a goal to exercise and you just don't feel like exercising. We all feel that way. Yeah. <laughs> Remember why? Why why did you why did you set on out on this path in the first place? And let that be part of your motivation to keep going and not beat yourself up because it's life life is going to get in the way life is going to happen Mm -hmm. and that's okay let life happen enjoy it along the way but remember what you're doing along the way
1: as well I love that I'm going to put that on a bumper sticker I've just written it down let life happen what a great (laughs) what a great phrase I love it Uh, so you know when you're working with uh, each individual I know you I know there's a a very big process involved as far as, you know, how you're thinking about yourself and and the things that you're doing and what your daily routine looks like. That's something that I also see that that you're very good at is giving people kind of their own self-guided program because really we're all different with different schedules and different needs and so we can't all follow the same you know you can't just go on google and sort of get one i'm gonna go on this diet or i'm gonna do this lifestyle we all have something very different regarding our lifestyle needs yeah
2: that's one of the reasons why i really don't like diets yes so to speak because it's follow this path and everybody like you said is different. Our bodies function differently. I mean there's the core foundation of how our bodies are supposed to you know function as the human race Mm -hmm. but still our bodies function differently. We all have things that come up within our systems that have to be taken care of uh, differently from the next person so you can't follow this 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 pre- Destined plan, right? I guess you have to follow the plan that's going to fit in for how your body, you know, functions and how your life functions. You know, some people get up and have to be at work at four o'clock in the morning. Right. Other people don't have to be at work until nine o'clock in the morning. So. It's going to be, in my mind, maybe not necessarily for all of the 9 o'clock people, but in my mind, it's going to be easier for the 9 o'clock person to get up you know, at 7 o'clock and prepare breakfast and sit down at the table and have breakfast with their family, whereas the person has to be there at 4 o'clock. Probably can't do that because I'd be right. willing to bet that the rest of their family is not trying to get out of the house and <laughs> be somewhere at 4 a.m. Right.
1: <laughs> true story, Cheryl. <laughs> true, true story. And I was just thinking about, because you're right, I mean, I I have a very, very uh, interesting sleep schedule. And, and so mine is certainly different than, than a lot of people who, you know, work later on in the morning. For me... It's, uh, you know, I'm try. I try to do things with my schedule so I can stay up a little bit later at night, so I don't actually get up super earlier than I need to uh, in the morning. So I don't do my big, big breakfast routine um, before I go to work and I don't do a big exercise routine before I go to work, I put that later on in the day. So I'll do something smaller for breakfast, you know, uh, during the week before I have to go to work and I'll do an exercise routine in the afternoon instead of first thing in the morning. And it's just about sometimes you have to work that around your work schedule and your sleep schedule and that's how it's going to better benefit you. I, I know a lot of people who are like, yep, I love going to the gym first thing in the morning. And that doesn't fit into my schedule. Yeah. I, You know, that's for me, that has to be later on in the day. So I have to adjust accordingly.
2: Exactly. Yeah, for, I don't go to the gym or workout first thing in the morning either. I'm not much of a morning person. Right, right. <laughs> so I have to be fully there for myself and anybody else that I'm going to interact with before I can really get going. So I do it later in the morning often later in the day, in the the mid-afternoon. But that works for me. It doesn't work for everybody. And you have to be aware of what works for you, what makes you feel good. If it's something you're dreading, it's causing stress, it's making you (laughs) physically ill to think about doing, then you probably need to rethink think it because it's not working for you in that way
1: one of the things that I've noticed that a a lot of people struggle with uh, when we're trying to change our habits as far as our lifestyle habits especially with food and and possibly alcohol and sugar and things like that is when you get into a social setting that can Mm -hmm. be really difficult when you're trying to make a change in your lifestyle what are some of the ways that we can sort of uh, deal with the social setting and not feel like we're the odd man out. You know,
2: I, advice, I think it's old advice, but still very fitting, is when you know you're going to a social setting, first of all, don't go hungry. Mm, yes. All bets are off. Yeah. When you get there yes. and you're hungry. So. Oh eat before you go Uh, you if you know for sure that there are going to be sweet treats that you probably would want to avoid when you get there treat yourself to something before you leave Mm -hmm. that might satisfy a big craving or um, an attack of no self-control when you get there have a little piece of chocolate or something before you go but this is where the deprivation part comes in, because no doubt you're going to get there and you're going to see all these beautiful pieces of sweet treats and your mouth is going to water.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So go, go ahead. Go ahead and have, and have a little piece. Don't eat the whole thing. Don't eat
1: the whole tray. Just eat a small
2: sampling <laughs> and, and prepare yourself or tell yourself before you get there, I'm only going to sample four pieces Mm -hmm. of whatever the treats are there and make a note you know look at what's available and make a note of what you really want to try before you start digging in and then that way you can be pretty good about staying on course and not going overboard if you go overboard well that's life
1: that's life yeah What was our phrase? Let life happen. Let life happen. Exactly. Don't beat yourself up for it. Don't beat yourself up. I love that. And, you know, I know we were talking about, you know, staying motivated in in your wellness journey. uh, And especially if you're making lifestyle changes here towards the beginning of the year and you want to and you want to continue with that as the year goes along, you don't want to, quote unquote, fall off the wagon, Mm. you know, kind of a thing. I know some other things that you like to incorporate and I, I think are so beneficial. And I'm just interested in how you would suggest incorporating these things if we're nutritionally trying to stay motivated and be a little healthier. Yoga is a good incorporation, meditation, um, and and just really putting some other things into practice, even essential oils. Some of those things can really be helpful. In the times of of cravings or you know trying to get through get through this new lifestyle change,
2: very much so. Essential oils are great with helping with metabolism, helping beat uh, those cravings. I love essential oils. My life revolves around essential oils. Also, yoga and meditation, kind of one and the same. I mean, yoga helps your body and your mind, whereas yoga uh, meditation is specifically for the mind. But they go hand in hand. You can't have one without the other. So definitely try yoga and or meditation. I also really love affirmations. Affirmations kind of help me remember and stick to the why. Why I'm on this path in the first place. And the big thing about affirmations, um, when you're saying affirmations or repeating affirmations to yourself, start them with I am. Mm. So... I am doing really well on my health journey, and I am is very important because the brain does not recognize the difference between what's real and what's imaginary. So when you're telling yourself, I am, your brain is like, yeah, I am, I'm doing this. So when I see that chocolate cake, sitting next to an orange I am doing really well on my health journey so I'm going for that orange instead of right. chocolate cake
1: right I yeah, love so that I love
2: affirmations
1: you know and and it's funny because I, I know a lot of people who struggle with affirmations and they're like I want to do affirmations but I feel like I'm lying to myself <laughs> about you know because if you've never really done them they can feel kind of funny yeah. at first you know but for me when because I, I love them too and for me I think one of the things that helped me get over that hump uh of sort of using affirmations on a little more regular of a ba- on a regular basis is writing them down and actually like putting up a, a little post-it note on my mirror in the bathroom
2: yeah writing them down i think is really important too because that that actual uh gesture if you will the movement of of hand it it connects the brain to what you're saying because there's bodily movement involved so it sticks more and when it comes to really not believing what you say I mean think about what you're going to say how you're going to say it because obviously if You're a person who's on a weight loss journey, for example, and you need to lose, let's say, 70 pounds and you say, I am a size two, but you're really a size 12. Well, that really is kind of hard to swallow. Yeah. So instead of saying something like that, that's so hard to swallow. You uh, could rephrase that and say, I'm doing really well on my journey to a size two. Mm. That's much more believable.
1: It is. Yeah. 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 That makes a lot of sense. Uh, and be careful the way you word things and, and just mindfully word those things. You know, I, I know that sounds silly, but it's true. It's, it's very, very true. It is very true. Yeah. It's
2: all about being aware. It's about being aware, remembering, keeping your eyes open inside and out.
1: Mm, good, good place to end here, Cheryl. We've got uh, a lot of fantastic things that uh, we always talk about on this show. And uh, you're always a wonderful guest. And I know that people would love to get in touch with you and ask you more questions and, and uh, find out what your affirmations are. So maybe they could steal yours. Oh, yeah, love uh, to share. So tell everybody where they can get in touch with you.
2: They can get in touch with me on my website at HallsofHealing.com, but I'm also Halls of Healing on all of the social media platforms, Instagram and Facebook and Twitter.
1: Excellent. Yes, that's where I always see you on Twitter, too. But uh, yeah, so she's everywhere. So you can find her at HallsofHealing.com in case uh, you're driving and you don't have time to look all of that up. HallsofHealing.com. Really easy to find. Cheryl Felderbrand and always a wonderful guest here on The Sunday Show. Thank you so much, Cheryl. This has been fun.
2: Thank you. It's always fun.
0: Your emails are always welcome. If you have questions or comments about today's show or an idea for a future program, email D, that's D-E-E, at B1015.com. Sunday Mornings of D is powered by Mary Washington Healthcare, one of D.C.'s best hospitals that isn't in D.C. It's in Fredericksburg, Mary Washington Hospital, here for you. The thoughts, comments, statements, and opinions of the host and guest are their own, and not necessarily those of Centennial Broadcasting, B101.5, or Station Management. Thanks for listening to Sunday Mornings with D. Daniels on B101.5.
3: If your heart needs healing, you want the best care. You deserve to have that care close to home, your family, and your life. The nation's top cardiac care is just a heartbeat away at Mary Washington Hospital. Named one of the 50 top cardiovascular hospitals in the nation by IBM Watson Health. You can trust that our patients have shorter stays, lower costs, and less likelihood of readmission. Mary Washington Healthcare, here for you.